listen to your intuition and listen to that voice, that knowing inside of you that knows where the spark of magic lives within you and go after that magic in a thoughtful risk taking way. As a risk taker, as somebody who wants to start your own business, who wants to start your plan B, whatever it is, your side hustle, you're a dreamer at heart, you're a creator. And so you have to live through that. You have to, you have to be true to yourself, but do it in a thoughtful, riskful way. Now let the magic begin. Hello, Jaima, Jaima Yomis. It's Raquel, your soul sister, right here. And you know, this time, this moment in time, I feel as though there has been a period of deep, perhaps even one of my most recent deepest moments of introspection for a complete shift in my worldview perhaps the chaos in the world has rattled and shaken up a lot of us to awaken us to something more of what this world is going through and perhaps also what that means for this individual this vessel along with the collective if that makes any sense and i feel like a lot of us are going through this and it's honestly shifted my perception in a whole new way and of course it's made me realize to be super grateful for where i'm at but also what can i do next to upgrade to level up in my own life so i can make a difference in another way my soul feels called and it's wild the different ideas that are coming into into heart which i'm being very vague because the specifics are very sacred at this moment till i decide exactly which avenue i'm going to walk down but if you're going through this too and for whatever reason you're feeling called to another lane or something new or whatever it is, perhaps it's something not to be ignored. Perhaps it's something that you can do simultaneously with whatever you're doing now because we're not one-dimensional creatures, you know? We're multi-dimensional and there are a variety of different lanes that we can expand our world on. And yes, of course, I think it's great to have tunnel vision and focus on the one thing that is truly bringing you a lot of happiness and grow from there but perhaps whatever you're expecting or excited about next branches off from that and this also applies to those who might feel stagnant in life in some way or stuck or they're in a lull because they may feel like they are stuck in their environment because of for whatever reason family finances or other physical or even mental barriers well i think that this message is a beautiful message for you and also a beautiful message for those who dreamt their entire life that their world would look one way and perhaps they accomplished it perhaps they didn't I was just FaceTiming one of my best friends, Sid. He was on this podcast before, and we were talking about 
our dreams yesterday and what we also dreamt of since we were young and how it evolves. Perhaps there's something our world or we must explore before we make that happen or perhaps our soul is called to follow something else that is actually going to really ignite us. And it was just a beautiful two-hour conversation. And it's funny how the episode today aligns with not only that conversation, but a lot of things that I've been going through and I feel like a lot of others are going through as well. I am having other visions to expand, as in a plan B, with your own magic. Perhaps it's something that might expand your own magic in some way or just expand my personal world in some way. But I think that the messaging behind this episode with the one and only Dana Max, who is the creator of the Be Happy Project, which I recommend you check out if you haven't already at the Be Happy Project on the Instagrams and watch her many amazing interviews with a variety of visionaries who have also been on this podcast, for example, Gabby Bernstein. And of course, listen to the episode that Dana Max was on. I believe it was October when she came on the podcast. We briefly touched on having a plan B, the beauty of it and pursuing it. I know that a lot of success and self-help gurus share don't ever have a plan B always follow the plan A because if you have a plan B it's basically an excuse for plan A to fail however what if the new ideas that come through are actually guiding you to a greater expansion of plan A or what if for whatever reason plan A is something that the mind the ego just created but your soul feels called to do something else and go in a different direction and that's your plan B. Or if you feel stagnant and you're not so happy in your plan A anymore, even though it was your dream at one point, kind of like Dana Max, well then what's wrong with going and pursuing something new, a plan B? There are a variety of reasons why people follow a plan B. So wherever you're at, let's say right now you're in your plan A, well, it's okay for you to move onward and forward with a plan B. And maybe it's even simultaneously happening alongside your plan A if plan A is very instilled and intact. So there's so many beautiful messages throughout this podcast that Dynamax has for you. And I love this conversation. I also just absolutely love and adore her as a human and admire the fact that she works so hard and is also a mama. And she talks about that along with her advice for other mamas that are desiring to continue to pursue something for themselves. And also for everybody, some advice and tips on how to pursue a plan B during this wild time that we're in right now. So this episode, of course, has soul, like always, but it's also very practical. And I love the advice that Dana Max provides, her many golden nuggets of wisdom. Also, I wanted to preface with a courtesy for the mamas out there, if your children are around or your child's next to you and you're blasting this in the car, I love it, but fair warning, there are some fun words on occasion. Just a fair warning. You do with that what you will. I don't always provide that preface as a courtesy, though I would like to remember to, but 
I've just been listing the episodes with swear words as explicit. So that's just something to keep in mind for future reference. Also, this episode is brought to you by Thrive Cosmetics and Skillshare. And Skillshare is continuing to offer the Yomis a free trial when you go to Skillshare.com magic. And Skillshare is an online learning community for creatives and offers unlimited access to thousands of classes in illustration, design, photography, video, freelancing, and much more. So make a mental note to go to Skillshare.com magic to try the free trial because I mean, why not? It's a free trial to explore a new fun creative endeavor. So again, that's Skillshare.com magic. More information on Skillshare in the middle of this episode, along with Thrive Cosmetics, who's a new sponsor, and I'm super stoked about and genuinely love. I feel like you have to gift yourself or a bestie or your sister or brother or just anybody who is special to you that loves makeup and skincare. Thrive Cosmetics, that's C-A-U-S-E, Medics, by the way, because um, they support some causes, which you'll hear about in the middle of the episode, but you can receive 15% off your first purchase when you go to thrivecosmetics.com magic. So something to keep in mind, but indeed listen to the ad read, and I also talk a little bit about my eyelash sensitivity that not a lot of people know about and why I'm so picky with the products that I buy and they have to be super clean and obviously cruelty-free, toxic-free, and skin conscious, which Thrive Cosmetics is. More on Thrive in the show notes and in the middle of the episode at some point. And don't forget to gently tap the subscribe button. (laughs) Just kidding. I feel like a YouTuber saying that. No, but if you do have the option to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to, that would be amazing, along with leaving a rating and or review if you feel called, if this podcast or any episode of Your Own Magic has helped you, shaped you, transformed you, and shifted your world in some way, shape, or form. I would deeply, deeply appreciate that. I read them. They make me tear up. They make my dad actually bawl. Seriously, bawl his eyes out. He remembers the reviews too, and he'll like repeat them. It's kind of embarrassing, but it's also very endearing and cute. Anyway, I just want to give you my sincerest appreciation. Seriously. (laughs) Thank you. And now, with all that being said, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with Dana Max. All right, Dana Max, I'm just so happy to have you back. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, you're the best. So what is lighting you up most in this wild season, in this season of your life? Oh, um, you know what? Having the unexpected blessing of being able to spend so much time with my family. Um, We're all healthy and safe and we've been shacking up together for uh, several months now. My parents, me, my husband, my daughter, my sister. So it's like olden days. <laughs> that is amazing to have everybody, your parents included in one house together. But honestly, it's so needed during this time. I'm in California. My parents are in Utah and I was with them for a while. And now I'm not with them. And I'm like wanting to go back with them because I really appreciate that quality time. 
Yeah, it's, you know, it's such an isolating time. So it's nice to have that support around you and that love. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm so thankful for FaceTime and Zoom. That's like, for my friends, that's what I'm grateful for, right? Imagine going through this quarantine without FaceTime or Zoom back in the old days or something. I can't. Thank no. goodness technology is so up to speed. <laughs> right, seriously. We're focusing today on the theme of plan B. So how would you define plan B? Plan B is um, where you remove any expectations that you have of the vision of life that you thought would be and you embrace what is. Oh, yes. So what would plan A be then? You know, to me, plan A, it had a lot of expectation, a lot of long-term goal setting, and there's nothing wrong with goal setting, but envisioning this like perfect life, how you think your life should be. Plan A, I'm going to achieve X by X date. I'm going to do this by this day. I'm going to be the next big thing. I'm going to, um, whatever it is. And there's really, it's a, quite honestly, it's without as much thought. Plan B has thought. It's, it's a risk, but it involves, it's a thoughtful risk. That, that's what I was missing in my plan A is the, the thought behind the risk. The thought behind the risk. It's a more mindful way and actually a practical way and also a surrendering way, which yes. helps gives one less anxiety and helps with their mental health. What do you yeah. think about the, the common notion that self-help gurus and success gurus say when they're like, go full force on that plan A, don't even think about a plan B because then you will not be successful with the plan A. Otherwise you're guaranteed to fail or whatever, you know, and they just really heighten this notion that, only have a plan A. You know what I say? Can I curse on your? Absolutely. Okay. I say fuck failure because fuck the noise, fuck failure. Because if you have to think it's, it's hoping for the best and planning for the worst. So in order to, to take a thoughtful risk, you need to plan out to a certain extent, your finances, you need to plan out, okay, what are the pros and cons of, of doing this? If this doesn't happen, am I still going to be happy? And Happiness, that's what I learned. Happiness should not be tied to the result. It should be tied to the process and the journey of trying to achieve that result. Whether or not it happens, you're still going to be okay. And you that's, that's the whole plan B to me. I love that you said that because a lot of people, when they get to their destination, they say, man, but that journey, like the journey to get there, I look back at that time, I reflect back at the time and I just felt so nourished and happy. And sometimes even when people get there, for example, let's say, someone wins the presidency or whatever, a lot of times they say that's their most depressing day because they finally achieved what they've been chasing their entire life. Yeah. And you know what, too, it, it just, you're able to appreciate the journey so much more because I think when you think so far out and you don't think about the possibility of what could happen, will I still be happy if I don't achieve this? Um, I think that you are actually in a way inviting failure in because you haven't even thought it through. And so, you know, you have to have hope, you have to have faith, you have to believe in yourself and you have to manifest what will be as if it already is. But during that process, you have to already be okay with what is. And so as a, as a fallback, and um, I just think that a lot of people don't think that way. And so when they get, they get that goal, they, they reach that achievement, it's not good enough. And all of a sudden they're like, okay, I got here. Now let me get there. And everything is never, never good enough for them. It's never the like the gold bar of achievement. And so 
it's important to live in the moment and be appreciative of what is in this moment and just realize you're going to be okay. My, I'm happy right now. I'm happy in this moment. I'm happy with you. So <laughs> having this conversation and if it leads to something else, great. If it doesn't, I'm so grateful for this. So uh, that's, that's what I think plan B involves. That's so key for one's mental health. See, we keep striving for a variety of things and I want to continue to expand and grow. However, where I'm at right now, it would only do me disservice to not be so thankful for everything that I've achieved. And let's say that I didn't have this podcast even. I still remember looking back and wanting something like that, but still I was so nourished in my journey that it made me happier and then when the podcast happened I remember I was going through a dark period nothing to do with all of this but because I wasn't really taking care of myself in a practical way that is so key to be so content and that's when I learned to really love what is in this moment and that gave me so much peace during the dark period where I was able to transmute it yes I love what you just said that's so powerful and so many people can connect to that and, um, you know, I was definitely somebody who, since I was a little girl, I had a plan A, there was no plan B. And mm-hmm. so, and I thought that's how my life was going to end up. I was going to be the next Diane von Furstenberg. That was my goal, um, to be this amazing superstar fashion designer. And um, I reached that to a certain extent, but what I realized is I, I never knew what success meant to me. When I started out either and that's that's part of when you transition to your plan B you learn so much and yeah. learn the lessons and so when I reached certain milestones and successes it was never good enough I was like okay now that I did this I'm going to do this and my happiness was tied to those milestones I never appreciated the journey um, if a failure happened or um, you know I lost missed out an opportunity or someone rejected me I felt crushed. And so everything was tied to these, these milestone moments. And um, I learned so much through my failures. And when I had to close my business, um, I was in the fashion industry for over 20 years. And when I had to, I had my own company. And when I closed my company, I felt a tremendous amount of grief and pain. It felt like I, the love of my life just died. And um, I didn't even know who I was. I lost my identity myself. And so there were years in between what I'm doing now and where I was. Those were the, I call it like intermission when you go to a show and you see the first half and then there's intermission and then you see the second half. I was in intermission for quite some time and I didn't know where I was. It was like this weird middle space and I was so lost. And, but you know what, that was the time that I took as an opportunity to grow myself, grow inside. Because if you do the self-work, you'll get to the self-like. And when you get to the self-like, all of a sudden opportunities come, right? Because you know who you are, you know your worth, you know how to treat yourself so that others can treat you. And all of it is tied into this beautiful package that I like to call plan B. Absolutely. And I mean, I've seen it and I'm sure you've seen it as well when people have done the inner work and they do genuinely like what is suddenly people draw in what their initial plan A, perhaps it looks slightly different and perhaps it's actually more of what the feeling was that they wanted from their plan A or another manifestation of it. But the plan A somehow gradually manifests in many ways because they became authentically them. 
Yes. And sometimes we don't know what our plan B is for years. It's the years that, that tell us. And so, um, you know, I felt so, so, so lost. Like I, I had this purpose my whole life since I was seven and suddenly I had no purpose. And so I know a lot of people can relate to that where you're stuck in this place where either you have a job or you don't and you feel lost. You feel like there's more to my life than what I'm doing right now. Um, and so it, it took a lot of internal growth um, to figure out what my next purpose and plan was, but life has a crazy way of leading you in that direction. Yeah. And I never in a million years would have guessed that because of going through the grief, the failure, the loss of my business, the loss of myself, that I would ever have started the Be Happy Project and all the things that the Be Happy Project are now gearing me towards. Sometimes I stop. And I'm like, you know what? I'm still on the journey of finding my purpose and everything. It's not, when you're in that, that plan B frame of mind, you, you never give up on growth and evolving yourself and continuing to find your purpose and path. But you're not constantly going after the, the gold star. You're, you're like happy with what is. And because of that frame of mind, amazing things continue to come your way. Absolutely. Totally came to mind. You know how when you and I were, were talking beforehand and I said I was off Instagram to release a lot of things, but also some things came into clarity. So wild, like all these different stories and narratives. It's like you curate them and then you see something and the universe gives you this different path to navigate. And then suddenly something becomes so clear. And I'm right now releasing, really learning to let go of this rhetoric so I can expand more because it's been a barrier in some way. I don't know how to describe <laughs> that without being so vague. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I am excited to step into something new, still keeping the podcast, but something came and and I don't know where this leads, but it's another plan B. And I'm really excited for where that goes. Yeah. And that's, that's what plan B is about, right? So plan yeah. B, it's not just the set in stone vision that you have of your life, because your heart is open, your mind is open, you're living in this present moment, you're grounded in whatever is, it has arms and, and branches that come off of it. And so a lot of things can be attached to it and come from it and grow from it. It's like a beautiful tree. Yeah. So um, it's, it's always blooming if you water it in the right way, like the good stuff, you got to water the good stuff, I would say. So if you're watering in the right way, you're keeping your head in the right space, it's almost like it's a cool superpower. That's yeah. Plan B because it's just you're right in this moment. You're you're presently living in joy and yeah. peace and contentment and good things always come from those places. So what about those who feel like they're very stuck? Maybe they feel as though they've been very successful materially or financially or even relationshipfully, relationally. <laughs> <laughs> But they feel like they are stuck in some way and they don't know how to, you know, move forward. What was your advice for them? I always practice the pause. So I try not to make any decisions out of emotion. And so you have to step back, take a deep breath, ask your closest friends, family, inner circle, um, people who really know you best, what they think, 
Um, listen to your intuition because it doesn't matter what anybody in the outside says. It's you have to trust your decision and your journey. And sometimes there is no right or wrong answer and it's so gray. But if you listen to your intuition and you do what you feel is right, ethically, morally, uh, spiritually, you're not gonna be wrong. And so I used to think when I went through so much failure, I used to think, my God, I, I've made so many bad, stupid decisions that obviously I caused the failures. Yes, to a certain extent, I take accountability um, for some of the failures that I experienced. But at the same time now, because I'm in a different place, I can now look back and see that was life's way of moving me forward. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. was a failure. That was an opportunity for growth. Yeah. And so I don't look at anything as failure these days. Like if, if somebody rejects me, if uh, an opportunity, someone's like, oh no, I don't want to do that. Or uh, someone doesn't see my value and worth or whatever it is. I'm like, okay, see ya. Like <laughs> there's plenty of people who do. So you just, you keep moving forward. Thank you for saying this. It's like a new, I feel like I've experienced a new level of this recently. It's been a reminder for me where I literally have had to not mm -hmm. give two shits about what certain people think of me. And that has allowed me to let go of the rhetoric I was talking about, where I'm like, what is really making me happy? Am I doing this for me or am I doing this because I want to be accepted by whoever? And then when I really came to terms with that and I was like, wait, how can I do this for me? It became so empowering and I'm on a completely different path in this moment. It's so weird, but I'm so happy about it. You look happy. Like I, I feel it, you know what yeah. I mean? And so Point, right like it's you can get to this place of making decisions that feel good and it doesn't matter what the outcome is because you can look it in the face and say you know what I did this because it felt right in my soul in my mm -hmm. heart um, it doesn't matter what people are going to think of me it doesn't matter how this comes across I'm doing it because it feels good and I know I'm doing the right thing and so you know a lot of it has to do with letting go of shame letting go of guilt uh, forgiving yourself for past mistakes. Um, and it's also learning how to not care what people think as much and caring what you think about yourself. What are some questions that people can ask themselves, introspective questions to ask themselves to see perhaps what is holding them back and then give themselves permission to move forward? I mean, intuition's a huge one. So, and a lot of people say, well, what's, what's the difference between like intuition, gut, um, you know, a sign from a higher source, whatever it is. Intuition is a knowing. You don't need facts. Mm -hmm. So it's a knowing inside of you that something feels good. It feels right. And you have to get, what I always suggest people is go to a quiet space, a, a space that feels safe for you. You can light some candles. You can um, play some nice music. Whatever the environment is that you create that feels safe for you, that's where you go to listen to your intuition. And mm -hmm. your intuition will talk to you if you mm -hmm. allow it. And the way to become friends and trust your intuition is by listening to your intuition in small moments. So I'm talking about, uh, for example, if I go, if I'm out shopping and I, I'm putting a shopping cart away and I, I put it, you know, you see people who put it on like the, uh, the median in between the cars. If you do that and something inside of you says, that's not where it should go. And you listen to that voice and then you take your cart and you put it back where all the other carts are. That's the universe's way of saying, thank you for listening. Now I can give you some more. Keep leveling you up. 
And so you have to listen to the small things. Like if I'm, if I'm in, this is like so silly, but if I'm in my bathroom and I use, I wash my hands and I use a towel to dry my hands and I just throw it down and a voice inside of me says, no, 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 pick that up, put it back where it should be. I listen to that voice because if I'm not listening to that voice, it's not going to, it's not going to give me bigger things in life. I have to appreciate the small things. So that's, that's a big one. Short interruption to share a quick message from Euromagic's longtime sponsor, Skillshare. Skillshare is offering a free trial for the Euromagic listeners, a two-week free trial. In fact, when you go to Skillshare.com magic, a free trial of their premium membership. So if you're unfamiliar with Skillshare, well, Skillshare is an online learning community for creatives like yourself who are very curious about exploring their hobbies of interests and also maybe even enhancing a skill that they you know already are very good at so Skillshare is offering unlimited access to thousands of classes in illustration in design in freelancing in podcasting in photography video music so much more and Skillshare offers creative classes that are designed for real life allowing skillshare classes to be short especially for those on a busy schedule the majority i guess are under 60 minutes so that's nice especially if you do have a very busy schedule or not a great attention span (laughs) anyway these lessons that skillshare offers really can help one stay inspired and express their true self creatively you know what i'm saying anyway i just got a new ipad so i could use procreate because you know digital illustration really inspires me so i'm interested obviously in digital illustration classes and i saw this class which has over a hundred thousand people by jerome vogal and it's called digital illustration learn to use procreate boom that's exactly what i want because past your magic guest and my friend becca writes i'm pretty sure she uses procreate allow me to list a couple other interesting classes like improve your writing use imagery to create immersive poetry or there's also creative writing crafting personal essays with impact by roxanne gay so interesting i know many of you are also interested in songwriting or even iphone photography portrait photography yeah there there are many many creative classes to go look at so again go to skillshare.com magic for a free trial again skillshare.com magic and enjoy exploring and enhancing that creative soul of yours <laughs> I feel like everybody can relate to that. Those little whispers, just listening to that and adding all the little things up leads to the bigger trust also in that intuitive voice. It's trust. That's what it is. Like you have to learn how to trust yourself and trust that voice. And because I do believe that that voice, however you feel comfortable labeling it, it could be God, it could be a higher power, it could be the universe, it could be your spirit, your soul, whatever it is, um, your best friend, it doesn't matter. It's uh, someone who is there to guide you in the right way. So you have to listen. Mm-hmm. And, and so if you listen, you will be guided in a beautiful direction towards your purpose. That's so beautiful. How can one pursue their plan B while they have another job? Ooh, so you have to. Like 
and this was honestly a mistake that I made with my plan A because I was so gung-ho about my plan A and it, go, it goes back to um, thinking through making thoughtful risks or taking thoughtful risks, not just taking a risk. And so I quit my full-time job um, to move, to do the really uncool thing. I moved back home with my parents in my 20s to save up money um, when I was working full time, I worked as a designer for Mark Jacobs, Mark Jacobs and Betsy Johnson. I saved up all my money. I was like, I'm going to start my business, move back home. But what I didn't realize is once I quit my full time job and started my business, I had no money coming in anymore. So even though I saved up all this money, I, in two seconds, I was spending that money on creating my business, building it. And so I really learned from that. And so anything I do right now, I have two part-time jobs and then I have the Be Happy Project. And so I really have three part-time jobs in my life. And I'm a mom, I have a toddler at home and I'm a wife and I'm a friend and you know, I want some self-care time and I'm doing all this in the pandemic. So it is possible, I will not give up my part-time job is because I want to see that money come in because if there's a moment where I feel, um, you know, nervous or I feel like, oh, someone just, you know, I, I lost this financial opportunity with the Be Happy Project, which is something I want to continue to monetize and build. And it, it has been, but I'm not in a place where I can do it full time. And so the minute I feel rejected by someone or whatever, I know I'm still getting in money from my other jobs. Yeah. So I'm like, it takes away that, um, that sting of rejection or failure. And I also know I'm not fully dependent on it. So I'm able to appreciate what is more. And by doing that, I have created so many more opportunities than I could have ever imagined through this. And you know what? I do it at night. I like after I put my daughter to sleep, I spend two or three hours doing work on the Be Happy Project. When my daughter naps, I try and spend like at least a half hour to an hour every day. I mean, it doesn't, if you can dedicate like one hour a day, it adds up. And, you know, um, Sarah Blakely, who's the founder of Spanx, that's how she started. She literally was working a full-time job and at night for an hour every day, she would work on Spanx. And so, if she can do it, anybody can do it. I mean, and she buried, she put like $5,000 towards banks and now it's a multi-billion dollar company. Yep. Wow. She's a real success story. She's a real inspiration. I love her story. Um, but the point is you, anybody can do it if you want to do it. So. Oh, all of this is gold. Is your baby napping right now? <laughs> she is. Yes. And, um, <laughs> My husband has the monitor on. Oh, good. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the point. So I'm like, okay, she's napping. That's when I'm going to do this podcast. Like, you just make it work. And I think a lot of people do that. Um, I was doing work for my other job before this. So it's like, you, you just do it. Um, so it, it takes time. Yeah. And when I think that's something else people don't realize. It takes a lot of time. I, I always forget her, her full name, but her account is um, the Bird's Papaya, I think it is. You know, she's very big on like, body positivity. She's awesome. So we follow each other on um, Instagram. And I remember her, she posted a story that um, she was work, she has like over a million and a half followers or something. And she's always doing these advertisements. And I'm like, wow, she's so successful. And she shared that it took her six years of not making any money from this account. And then two years, so the seventh and eighth year, she was doing it part-time. 
And then by the ninth year, it took off and she started, she was able to do it full time. And what people don't realize, people don't think that this has been her full-time job for nine years. You know what I mean? It's like people have this, this thought behind it, but they just don't realize how much work and time it takes. Yeah. And so that, she's a perfect example too. There's so much power in just being tenacious and the compound effect as well of doing the little things every day does add up to it. Oh, it's gold advice. So you are probably a big proponent of, uh, you love having different streams of income. That's probably true. Yes. Because I used to, when I had my, my first company, my um, fashion business, I was focused on one stream of income and you know, when you have, when you're an entrepreneur and you have your own business, even if you have a big company or a small company, it doesn't matter. Everything falls on you. And so it's a tremendous amount of stress. It's a 24 seven job. Um, and so, and, and you're solely focused on this one stream of income. And so right now, um, because, and the difference is too, I feel like I'm really myself in this. I, I can just be myself, um, whether or not people accept me, it is what it is. Like, I just, I oh, feel good about myself. Yeah. And so, um, and I'm doing something with a higher purpose and meaning to it, which was really important for me. And so, although I'm still building this plan B and I don't think it ever ends, um, I just feel good about it. And so hopefully I answered your question. I don't remember your question. No, absolutely. That's so good to know because it helps you not care so much about what other people think, but also you don't feel your worth is based on the success of your one business. Yes. And it's, you know what, there's so much shame, I think, in our society um, admitting that it's like a part-time, you're not working full-time and, and it's not as you know, you're not as successful as everybody thinks you are. Oh, fuck it. Like, come on, you're, yeah. you're making a smart decision by having multiple streams of income and you're being smart about your money. And so I'm way smarter this time around than I was the first time. And the first time I only had one stream of income. So, I mean, just because I'm not, people are like shocked when it's not my full-time job. I'm like, no, I ha I'm like a mom. I have all these other things. Like, it is what it is right now, but I, I love it and I'm making money from it and I'm inspiring others and I'm helping people and it feels so good. And so that's it, you know, that's it. <laughs> that's it period. On <laughs> a story. <laughs> um, okay. So moms, moms need to hear this because I know that, you know, sometimes they, or I'm not going to say they, but I know that even myself, I figured like, oh man, if I'm a mom, then what if that distracts me from, you know, up a level into my career when that's far from the truth It's not a barrier by any means. And so how can moms navigate their plan B? Um, similar to if you have a full-time job because momming is a full-time job and um, I don't you, yeah. yeah, I don't care if you have help or not, it's still a full-time job. <laughs> and so it's similar if you had a full-time, you know, a, a career that was a full-time job. You, you do this, you build your purpose, your side hustle, what, your dream, whatever you want to label it. Um, you build it on the side when you can. And if you can't take even a half hour a day, which I think everybody can at night or in the morning, you get up earlier, you stay up later, whatever it is, then you're making up excuses why you're not building this plan B. And so there's no shame in it. I mean, if you, the only person that's holding you back is yourself. 
just because you're a mom doesn't mean that you can't achieve goals. Like that's the most ridiculous thing ever. You, you can't be sexy or whatever it is. Like the, it's all within your, the power of your mind. You hold the power to achieve and to mom at the same time. And you can do it all. You really, really can. Oh my gosh. And I think that the biggest barrier for sure is the mind telling you this. I love that you pointed that out. So perhaps even if someone needs to seek therapy just to, you know, release their thoughts and vent out their thoughts, because honestly, moms, they deserve the utmost respect in our society. Are you kidding me? Like taking care of a human being while simultaneously (laughs) also, you know, fueling their soul too, which in turn actually does help the child as well. When the mom sees her value and worth and allows the child to also help see their value and worth. Otherwise it takes a lot of work. And if you look at it this way too, like if you were able to create a human, that is, that is the biggest project you will ever work on creating. And so if you and your mind and your body and your spirit and your heart are able to create that, you can certainly create a plan B. Yes. So the only limitations are in your mind. Mm-hmm. There's so much power in just letting that go. And I feel like I've always slowly let that go to different degrees. It's interesting how many layers there are to caring about what people think. So many layers and really at the bottom of it is shame. And um, Brene Brown has a lot of great books on shame. And so I would highly recommend reading her books um, to get through that process. But once you let go of the shame, you won't care what people think. And for me, when I closed my fashion business, the number one thing that I felt was shame. I didn't even know it was shame. I was so concerned, you know, I was, you know, in a lot of magazines and dressing a ton of celebrities and all these things. And I was selling to stores and I was so worried about what the industry would think of me, what my friends thought of me, what my family, what um, my peers, I thought they were all going to look at me under like a magnifying glass, like, oh, she's a total failure, this loser, you know? And it's simply not true. People really just aren't gonna take the time to really do that. And what I found (laughs) was, yeah, some people ended up distancing themselves from me and they probably did think I was a loser and a failure, but you know what? I don't need those people in my life anyway. And I was shocked at how many people in the industry were actually like, whatever you do next, you're gonna be great. And I was like, wow, thank you. Like they weren't looking at, and maybe they were underneath it all, but at least to my face. They were supportive. And now today when people find out that I'm the person behind the Be Happy Project, which has almost 500 million followers, 500 million goals, 500,000 followers, people are just shocked. And and, and people will say to me like, oh my God, I knew you were going to do something. Like to, to the people... I, you know, to the people that knew me in the industry are just not surprised. And then some people are shocked that like, I was able like to just go from one thing to another, do a total career change. And so um, you, you just have to listen to your instincts and not care what people think. It's not like you had them in mind when you were in the process of making this happen or even now. <laughs> no, I still don't think about, honestly, I think I listen to the community and I try to hear what people are telling me. Yes. I'm still staying true to myself, but I, I don't think about anyone on the surface, really. You just brought up such a good point because there is such a balance, I think. I still want, want to definitely care and deliver what listeners want to hear, mm-hmm. you know, but while simultaneously being authentic to my evolution. And it's hard. It's, um, it's, there are moments where I think it's, it's challenging and, 
you know, sometimes you see that people pull back, they're not as interested because you, they feel like you're not, um, you know, just as doing what you were always doing. And sometimes growth can be intimidating to people who are not growing themselves. Mm -hmm. So if people are staying stuck in their comfort zone, they're going to look at someone who is elevating themselves as a threat. You're always going to have people who either if you're growing may feel feel you're suddenly inauthentic, that you're doing things just for money or um, you're you're not as um, purpose-driven, whatever it is. I mean, mm-hmm. but most of the people who know who you are and have been following, let's say your podcast or whatever it is, will see the evolution and appreciate it and want to go on that journey with you because they're listening to it because they themselves want to evolve as humans. Oh, and there are those people. And I tell them that I just love them to death. And, and there are some that are just coming out and saying hi. And they're like, I've been listening to you since 2017. And I'm like, and you're just saying hi now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, there are those people that are there for the journey and we're all evolving together and maybe even differently, but just honoring each other's own rhythm. I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add of course some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and of course a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara. And it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And it's packed with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Their high-performance formula set the bar high with uncompromising standards. So no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive. Hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E Medics. Thrive Cosmetics. So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake-free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. What are some different ways people can navigate a plan B during COVID-19? Yeah, that's a great question. So again, I think it just goes back to, I would not, um, I would suggest not quitting your full-time job. If you have a full-time job, keep on that path, especially because um, we're in such unstable 
um, unpredictable times right now. And so you want to have something that feels safe mm -hmm. um, while you navigate such a rocky journey of starting a company or whatever it is. So definitely having um, something you can fall back on is important. Um, taking whatever time you can to dedicate yourself to growing this plan B. And again, it could go back to just, you know, taking a half hour every day or you just focus it, you know, on the weekends where, you know, let's say you have a nine to five Monday through Friday job and, and you have kids to care for and cook at night or whatever it is. Okay. Then on weekends, take some time to yourself. You know, that could be your self-care time, developing your purpose and your passion. Um, and I think while you're doing all this work on yourself too. So whatever that means for you, that mean that can mean um, listening to Spotify and creating a playlist of like affirmation, mantra music that keeps you in the right headspace, um, speaking to uplifting family and friends who support you on your journey, um, whatever makes you feel good and allows you to continue to reclaim yourself in such a rocky period of time you need to do that. Whether you're fully invested in your plan B or you're not, you need to always do the self-work because a plan B at some point may go back to being your plan A, right? You have to be grounded. You have to be stable. And again, it's like, I always think of it as like this beautiful tree. We have, you know, your plan B is this beautiful tree and there's branches that lead to other things. And if you water the good stuff, the good stuff's going to grow into this beautiful full tree and, you know, bloom. But you, your roots always have to be planted. Your feet have to be planted. You, you got to be grounded um, so that you can stay present in the moment and appreciate everything that happens and be happy in that moment too. Yes. What about, okay, so when you were saying this, um, I had a friend that came to heart and he's, He's amazing, but he hasn't been able to find, because during this time, you know, there's not a lot of job opportunities that are opening up. He does like shoots or whatever, like photo shoots. And I know that there are many other people in his shoes. Oh, oh, the reason why he came to mind as well is because he's had this plan A his entire life and he's recently realized he's letting that go. The plan B, it's just a blank canvas. It's a blank canvas. So, and given the nature of today, how can one begin to approach a plan B? So, I mean, I posted a while back in our stories on Instagram, um, different companies that were offering job opportunities um, from home. So you can work remotely and do all things. And I, I believe that there's so many opportunity out there right now to work from home and make some money, whether it's freelance writing or, you know, um, I mean, like, I don't know, I read the, the craziest stuff, like people were doing photo shoots from home as an example. So, I mean, the opportunities are endless in a way right now to work remote and make money. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I do believe there's opportunity out there, you have to find them. So it, again, it goes towards manifesting. If that's something you want to do, you have to go and do it. You have to be proactive about your own life. And yeah. there's a million excuses we can come up with with why we can't do something, whether it's during COVID or not, we're always going to find reasons. Mm -hmm. And so you got to let those limitations go because you have to be able to look back on your life and feel good about the decisions that you made. And you don't need money to do all these things. Like, honestly, you can start building your plan B. I mean, the Be Happy Project it literally, all I did was I went on Instagram and I was like, I'm going to start a page 
of quotes. That was like my, literally my first thought. I want to name it the Be Happy Project because I've learned that you have to be happy in the moment and appreciate what is. And so I'm going to name it that. And I posted like one quote and it got like maybe 20 likes, 15 likes, something like that. And I was like, okay, cool. Like it was for me. I yeah. didn't spend time. And for years, I never spent any money. I think I like posted one thing a day and it just grew. And so you really don't, and even during that time, I was, I was monetizing in small ways from it, which I was shocked I was able to even do because I wasn't thinking that way. I just was doing it. And so I think you can't have excuses. You, you can't limit yourself. You, there are ways to do things during COVID, when you have no money, when you're broke, whatever it is, you can still do it. Oh, I love that. Break down the limits and be proactive. I think that is a key term. And there are a variety of different ways to manifest. When you're saying manifest, what are you talking about? Oh my God. So the, I mean, I'm a big believer in manifestation, but um, I do it in various ways. I mean, I create vision boards of my life and I'm still able to live in the present moment while envisioning where I want to go. And it, the vision board could be something as small as it doesn't have to be these, you know, wild, long-term, huge goals. It could be, okay, I want to start a business and I want to find a partner. Okay, so the pictures on your vision board can be of you, you know, someone, a picture of someone shaking someone's hand. That, you know, that symbolizes a positive partnership. Something is moving mm -hmm. forward. It could be someone creating. It could be the small moments that you put on your vision board because that will lead to bigger moments. Um, I think, you know, manifesting money as if it's in this, you currently have it in this moment is huge. Clean out your wallet, get everything in order. You, you got to clean out your space and the chaos in your space in order to bring peace and joy and money into your life. And there's no shame in that. Like people are scared of saying, I want to make money. Like, okay, money is just, and I read this like recently, like money is just paper. It's yeah. energy that you put towards it. And mm -hmm. so I think developing a positive relationship with money is important. Um, you know, just continuing to work on yourself, listen to positive, uplifting music. I love the, and I always talk about him. I love the artist Londrell, L-O-N-D-R-E-L-L-E. -L -L -E. He has like this amazing positive affirmation music. I listen to anywhere I'm going. It puts me in the right headspace. Um, there's so many ways to manifest what you want in this life, light a candle, do, um, I don't know if you're into crystals, that might be a little woo, -woo for some people, but if, I mean, I'm not into crystals, but if you're into crystals, whatever it is, find something that speaks to you. That's a way, even looking in the mirror and saying affirmations every day, like I am kind, I am smart. I am, you know, worthy of my dreams, whatever. There are so many, you know, Google's a great resource. Go on Google and look up different ways to manifest and um, affirm what you want to happen in your life. And you know what I think that the biggest thing instead of just, I used to think, okay, well now the universe is conspiring and there's a, this portal I'm opening up and entering into and all of a sudden this is gonna be my new reality. And now I really realize that it's more so, it shows the universe or it shows your higher power, whatever you want to label the higher being and yourself more so than anything that you're showing up for yourself mm -hmm. and you care about where your future leads and you care about, uh, you care about you, yeah. you know, you care about you and therefore 
you are opening yourself up subconsciously to more possibilities and opportunities because you're focused on it. And so you never know what may happen. And I think that's the biggest part when it comes to, I think that's why people are are so pro all these different manifestation tools. Like I was big on a lot, all of them as well. And then for a while I was like, well, what the hell? Why, you know, this, this doesn't seem to be working out. But then I realized looking back, I'm like, I manifested them all maybe in a different way, but it was something that was more in alignment with like how I could feel about myself and my worth. And therefore I aligned with other opportunities and people that match that. That's the, you know, I think that's a big portion of what people miss about manifestation. Manifestation is not just the thought you're putting out there. Your energy has, and your vibration has to match that thought. Yes. <laughs> it's exactly what you just said, because you inside that that's when the universe heard you, you can say all you want, you know, from your mind, oh, I, want to make, I want to make $5 million. But if you're not in your heart and in your soul aligning with that, the universe isn't going to give you what you want. Sometimes it comes in unexpected ways. And so you have to be open to the universe working its magic. If your heart and your thoughts and your words and your energy are all aligned, the universe will bring it to you. Happened to me. I, I used to manifest just my thoughts and I was like, why is this not working? And then I started manifesting, everything was aligned and suddenly like opportunities were coming to me. I couldn't even believe it. I was like, wow. And so, um, yeah, it, it's all, it all works together. It has to go hand in hand. Oh, I love this so much. Oh man, is there any other messages before we continue on with like the last questions? messages um definitely i want to share um some people that have changed careers so i think it's important people understand okay so i have like i have so many um but i'll just name a few um so like donald fisher was 40 and he had no retail experience before he started the first gap store um that's just one jack cover worked as a scientist before inventing the taser gun. Who knew that? Yeah, I'm going to name a few. And you can elaborate on any of these as well. I keep a few in my mind. So that way I always remember they started on a totally different career path and became a success through their plan B. So Tim Zagat was an attorney and then he started the Zagat, you know, the big Zagat, you know, food reviews. Right. Vera Wang was a figure skater and a journalist. And now she's one of the biggest fashion designers. And she went into fashion at 40 years old. Um, I'm going to name two more. Julia Child worked in advertising mm-hmm. before writing her first cookbook and becoming a chef, a renowned chef at 50 years old. She did it at 50. I and mean, that's pretty remarkable. Um, and my favorite, Walt Disney, who I'm, I'm obsessed with Disney. Walt Disney was rejected and fired from being a newspaper editor because, quote unquote, he lacked imagination and had no good ideas. <laughs> there are so many people who started on one path and, you know, through failure, obviously, or through um, the universe wanting to redirect them or, or through their heart saying, I want more, whatever it is, they then went to plan B and that is what, the, that's where the success was through plan B. Okay. I have major chills right now. And wow, did Disney show them otherwise and we never felt limited by what other people were labeling him as. Yeah, so exactly. it just shows you that literally the possibilities are endless and whatever path you're walking right now, let's say you're not happy with it or you're ready to evolve from it. It's okay 
to move on to something else. <laughs> yes. Take, take thoughtful risks. That's what it's about. Thoughtful risks. I like that. And being, yeah, it's smart to be practical. Honest for a long time as well. I was like, you know what? I know that I will always be taken care of, which I do. And I do still believe that like I'm always taken care of, but I did it in a more, I was more blinded by this perspective where it just kind of allowed me to, I'm thankful for everything. And I did not take some thoughtful risks. When people say like, take these risks and just go and live your dream and everything's going to work out. I do think that that's dangerous advice. It's smart to be thoughtful do something that's right for you and then you can go and take the leap yeah and and it goes back to you are the person that you're leaning on then continue with your full-time job and for a half hour an hour a night whatever time you may have whether it's every night or on the weekends dedicate that time to building your plan b and so anyone can do it it's a matter if they really want to do it because a lot of people just feel safer in their comfort zone And so they don't actually step out of it, but you are capable. Absolutely. Even if you, you know, let's say you you go through plan A and then it doesn't work out and you go through plan B, you're still going to make mistakes because you're human. And I think we're all perfectly imperfect humans. And so um, the most important thing is to take those mistakes and turn them into lessons and opportunities for growth. And so you don't repeat the same mistakes. And so it's okay if you make a mistake, it's okay if you like fucked up and, you know, are in debt or whatever the, the scenario may be. Um, but as long as you learn from it and when you start your plan B or your plan C or your plan D, whatever it is, you have, you just don't repeat that. Don't repeat that. Okay. So the last question that I ask all the Real Magic guests, and you're going to probably say something completely different than you did last time, given this different narrative that we've talked about today. So how would you advise the Real Magic listeners to create their own magic? Listen to your intuition and listen to that voice, that knowing inside of you that knows where the spark of magic lives within you. And go after that magic in a thoughtful, risk-taking way. Because as a, as, a, as a risk taker, as somebody who wants to start your own business, who wants to start your plan B, whatever it is, your side hustle, you're a dreamer at heart, you're a creator. And so you have to live through that. You have to, you have to be true to yourself but do it in a thoughtful, riskful way. Oh, I love this thoughtful risk. I feel like I need to place this on my mirror or something. Thoughtful risks. Yeah. Because there's a huge difference, right? Between just taking a risk and a thoughtful risk. And so there's so much more power behind taking a thoughtful risk. Yeah. And it's you being gentle and compassionate and understanding of yourself and where you are and what is. And practicing the pause. jumping into things and you know doing things with you know it's like kind of like taking a risk is like jumping into the ocean without a uh you know a raft or something yeah taking a thoughtful risk is like i'm gonna jump into the ocean but i'm gonna have my raft with me Mm -hmm, exactly ever you know what i mean as backup just in case so that's the difference it's the little thing and something that also just came to mind is taking a risk is more so following what the mind wants but then taking a thoughtful risk is more so following what the intuitive voice is, where the intuitive voice is guiding you. Cause they're not going to just blindly, that voice will not just blindly guide you unless they've got you. The universe has got you. Yes. Yes. I love that. The intuition is your 
what do you call those? The lifesaver, the raft, you know? Yes, I mean? the lifesaver. The thing that came to my mind, the lifesaver. Yeah, yeah. that's what that is. The best. Yes, the, exactly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Dude, this was so great. I'm so thankful for you. Also, everybody go follow Dana Max at the Be Happy Project on Instagram. And is there any other place? That's the main for now, but we have stuff coming up in 2021. So, Come on, so keep an eye out. Thank you so much for coming back on. Uh, thank you for your time. And I absolutely love this podcast. So I, I so appreciate your light and your, um, just your airiness about you, your spirit. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. I really do. Yeah. Thank you. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group, especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the Euromagic.life membership site. All right, well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day.